Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to everyone tuning in to the Bitcoin Cash Hangout. The last two weeks have been relatively quiet until the rumors of the Bitcoin Cash conference in the Caribbean exploded into reality via a tweet from Sonny's Twitter account. Sonny will be grabbing the mic in a bit when he finally finishes whatever he's doing. I think he's in a restaurant, <laughs> but I'm sure he'll be with us soon to tell us more about this uh, tonight. Also joining us is Sakib Noor from One Dot Surgery to talk about his platform, uh, publishing platform, and why it uses BCH for payment integration. Ryan Giffen is with us to talk about adoption in Florida and the upcoming Crypto Connect conference in Palm Beach. We have a dedicated slot for audience free, free, <laughs> free chat, which is new, uh, making sure that uh, anyone can just grab the mic and share your BCH stories or updates with us. After that, Jeremy, Chris Troutner, CL and Callisti will be joining our debate of the day, which include OneCoin versus Multicoin and Bcash, Embrace or Erase. Sponsorship of the show tonight is from our good friends at the Bitcoin Cash podcast. If you want to get even more BCH news and updates, join Jeremy, Jet and community guests on Twitter at the BCH podcast or visit www.bitcoincash.com podcast.com all proceeds of the sponsorship have gone into hosting these spaces at rss.com forward slash podcasts forward slash fiendish crypto please make sure to check this out today to listen to the bitcoin cash hangout uh, offline these are also now available on apple um i realized someone pointed out that they weren't um now they are so that's also fantastic a massive shout out to all 24 contributors who pledged to the Bitcoin Cash Hangout Flipstarter that covers the costs from September onwards for one whole year. So thank you all very much, you truly lovely people. Co-hosting today, as always, we have that splendid human. Ah, oh, shit. I mean, cat. Um, cheap lightning. <laughs> cat. How could you, how could you botch that? <laughs> cat, cat, cats don't laugh. You know that, right? Meow. There you go. See, <laughs> you watched it too, man. <laughs> and I'm your host, Fiendish Crypto. In the last few episodes, people have been a little bit shy to grab hold of the mic. Please don't be. No one, or shall I say, most don't bite. We may have an exception, right? Um, so if you have anything to contribute, just come and jump up. And as a little reward for your bravery, there will be a small amount of BCH sent to you. So let's make it lively, as lively as possible tonight. Um, to kick off the night, I'd love to welcome... Well, actually, we're missing both Sakiv and Sunny. This is uh, a disappointing start. <laughs> Wait, isn't that, isn't that Sakiv there? I, I think I can yeah. see him. He's, he's here. Ah, I've invited him to be a oh, uh, speaker, but he hasn't accepted you. Okay, brilliant. Then, Sakib, if you can see that request, please grab it. Um, Sakib is a wonderful person, an orthopedic surgeon from the UK who's currently living in Cambodia, and he set up this wonderful platform called One Surgery, and he's on tonight to talk a little bit about that. So if we could get him on the stage. He could be asleep right now. I invited him as soon as I saw him, but... Uh... I don't know. Spaces is is uh, not particularly responsive often. Hey, we got him. Hey, wonderful, Zachary, be there. 
my uh, internet connection isn't the best, but uh, hopefully I can stay on. Okay, fantastic. We can hear you. Great. And also myself. <laughs> then I'm going to be quiet. I would love to hear you. So, um, Sakib, tell us everything about uh, One Dot Surgery and what it is that you're doing. Uh, well, thank you so much for inviting me to uh, talk today. Uh, it's a it's a big topic. Sorry to interrupt, but it's it's really quiet. Are you able to speak close to the microphone or something? I'll try. I'll try to speak as as loud as I can. Is that is that any better? That's a little better. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So it's um. Well, firstly, thank you so much for inviting me uh, on this hangout. It's um. It's a difficult topic to fully. Without going into great depth. But One Dot Surgery ultimately is a platform dedicated to global surgery. And so the first thing to understand is what is global surgery. Global surgery is a movement. It's a massive movement of multiple people across or multiple organizations across the world trying to resolve a, a really difficult healthcare problem. And that is the access to surgical services in all parts of the world. Um, in 2013, The Lancet uh, published a paper uh, a commission that basically revealed that 80% of the world's population do not have access to safe, affordable surgery. That's approximately 5 to 6 billion people, so people in Africa, Asia, South America, predominantly, um, can't either afford surgery or when they uh, need surgery, there isn't anyone or any place within uh, anywhere local that can offer that. Me personally, I'm an orthopedic surgeon. I've traveled around the world for the past 10 to 15 years, and I personally have seen the devastating consequences of not having access to surgery. Uh, so uh, I've seen kids with uh, horrendous disabilities that could have been treated very easily, mothers that have you know, had complications due to pregnancy and either losing their lives or becoming um, injured as a result, children, again, having problems during their delivery, cancers, injuries, trauma, all sorts. And, and when you don't have access to an, an operation, uh, life is very miserable. Um, and I can tell you some devastating stories from where I've traveled, but uh, it'll get a little bit too heartbreaking, a little bit gory. But uh, the good news is that now that people have realized that this is a problem and that um, the world has been predominantly funding infectious diseases, malaria, HIV, TB, uh, you know, all these type of diseases or nutrition and water, uh, surgery has been neglected for for decades. So the movement is starting to develop. People are trying to figure out how to solve this problem. And One Surgery is a web-based platform that's trying to connect everyone together um, in a way that allows communication between all the th all the stakeholders right to the front line, helps to educate uh, people treating patients on the front line, helps to disseminate research. And really the most important thing is it's a grassroots movement where uh, we want to give power and voice to the people who are working day in, day out in, a, in, the, in the hardest of settings. So, for example, global surgery very much right now is a, it's, it's powered by the, let's say, the West or the high-income countries that are kind of funding everything and have all the, um, kind of all the funding to determine where everything goes, who gets to say what, whereas really, especially myself, having worked in, in these centers and working on the front line right now have realized that the most incredible, powerful people that can probably make the biggest difference are the ones that are seeing the patients day in, day out. And so One Surgery is trying to empower 
the the guys on the front line in Africa and Asia. And we did that in a number of different ways, but we're predominantly a tech-based tech organization. We're non-profit, and all our, um, all our income really is to keep building these um, services. So that's kind of a summary that's, of that's... global surgery. Yeah, thank you so much. What I'd ask, Akib, is if you could put yourself on mute. Just while I'm speaking, that's it, great. There's a massive uh, echo coming back. And then, uh, but we, we want to hear much more from you. Uh, I'm, I'm quite certain of that. Yes, thank you so much. So, um, so what I understand then with uh, One Dot Surgery is this is allowing uh, medical works to be published. Um, and my question is, what what benefit is that to publish with your with One Dot Surgery instead of publishing via whatever methods have been used before One Dot Surgery? And, you know, what, what are the costs involved with publishing such articles? Uh, thank you. So that, that brings us to the second point. Um, so one of the aspects that we look at, look at is research. Um, to change practice, to either innovate or create some new knowledge to the world, uh, we need a system of research that disseminates that information back and forth. So one dot surgery, we've created a new research concept or new publishing concept and it's it's not all our work it's part of our work but basically the research side of things is uh, another topic that we kind of need to understand so we, we do educational stuff we do advocacy work but we also do research uh, related topics so going down the route of research uh, now to understand this problem and this is where bitcoin cash is probably the most valuable to us is that um Research or the publishing industry right now is a very, very strange, um, very strange situation. Um, doctors, scientists, not just doctors, med healthcare professionals, or all forms of science, we use um, peer review research as our predominant form of transmitting validated information back and forth between each other. And we can argue back and forth whether peer review is the correct. Uh, way to spread scientific work but right now it's the gold standard and you know if you ever talk to anybody to any scientist about published work they'll all, always quote is it peer-reviewed or not so peer review right now is our gold standard and what peer review means is that a journal uh, will accept applications or submissions of articles peer review that work and then publish that work in a in a journal the current problem right now is the publishing industry um arguably is a com is it's um i don't know how to put it politely it's um it's basically a racket uh, it's a multi-billion dollar industry that is hijacked or controlling the entire scientific industry it's owned by three or four or five big publishing um houses and ultimately what happens is if you're a scientist you uh, write your piece of work and then you submit it to the journal. Um, the journal peer reviews it, and just it's important to know the peer reviewers who are pretty much the the, the golden resource of, of the of the journal don't get paid for peer reviewing. And then the journal gives the author two options. Option one is that you give all your copyrighted all your work copyright to the journal, and they'll take complete ownership of it, and they'll publish it but it will be under subscription. So no one will be able to access that work unless they subscribe to that journal, paying 
um, subscription fees or pay to access that article. Um, and that used to be the traditional model. Um, and more recently, in the last 10 years, there's been an explosion of author payments where the author, again, submits their work to the journal, the journal accepts, that pay, uh, accepts uh, the work once it's peer-reviewed, and then they will charge the author a fee to publish it. Now, the fee for subscription is approximately $35 to $40 access for a reader to access each article that's owned by the journal, or if the author pays, on average, it's $3,000. So the journal, which um, takes the author's years of work, well, honestly, it's years of work that it, take, it takes to write an article um, or research some work, takes it, either takes the copyright or charges the author $3,000. That um, and, and they don't pay the peer reviewer, and they very rarely pay the editor much, and it's just pure profit. Um, and so it's become a multi-billion-dollar industry, and it's completely unaffordable for people uh, or, or or scientists, both in the West but also in low and middle-income countries. So imagine if you're in sub-Saharan Africa and you're a doctor and you want to do some research and you have the skills to do it, and you actually do some work and you find that hey, I've got a new mm -hmm. treatment for this particular problem. And, and doing your full thorough scientific work, analyzing your data, submitting it to a journal, and then having to pay probably three or four times your yearly salary just to get that piece of work published. It's completely unaffordable. It's, um, it's, uh, it, it basically means the publishing industry is controlled by people that can either afford it or the, um, the medical industry uh, the pharmaceuticals who can afford to actually start publishing in these journals. That doesn't sound like it's in the patient's like interest. In the patient's interest. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, it's it's not. Um, it it and 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 what's what's ironic about it is really it's the patient's data. It's the patient who who contributes to the research by providing their by providing their you know um, participation in these trials, and so um, you know it's. It's a it's a complete uh, racket in in every possible way, and and the scientific industry has been complaining about this for decades. Uh, this isn't a new problem. You can read articles from twenty, thirty years ago, and everyone in the scientific industry is like, "This isn't right. We have to find a better system." Everyone talks about open access research, which is what's happened. But the journals clocked onto this and said, "Okay, if you want open access, you pay us three thousand dollars. We'll give it open access." So um, so yeah, it's. Uh, in all possible avenues, the only winner is the publishing industry, who are completely, you know, unrelated to the actual parties, the patients, the researchers, the scientists. But they're making all the money, and that money is getting drained from the scientific uh, community. Yeah, I think that really explains the problem quite clearly for everyone listening. Um, and it sounds uh, pretty awful. I knew that the situation wasn't uh, wasn't that great with peer-reviewed articles i didn't quite realize the costs were that high um and not for everyone in the world so for me this is quite clearly pricing out the majority of people in the world um and and that's a really sad state of affairs if you know for the whole point of science is to from from what i understand or the way i think about science is to push forward our knowledge and to illuminate the world and one of the most important parts of illumination and pushing forward us as a species is sharing of knowledge and having such a paywall and such control about what is then published seems uh, a, a massive shame. And it's really sad that that has been the, the, the way it has been. But you've created this a potential solution. And I see every day there's new articles 
uh, new uh, things being published uh, on, and you post this on Twitter, which excites me. So um, the problem for me is very clear. And then how, what are the costs then for someone publishing on one dot surgery? Uh, and what's, how much will it cost me to access those articles? So, um, yeah, thank you. We, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the solution. I wouldn't say it's as successful as what you're describing because we, we, um, we also promote other open access research is probably what you're seeing on Twitter. So our journal model hasn't taken off yet, but it's very much early days. But I'll, I'll go through the solution. Um, so basically, two years ago during COVID, you know, I was increasingly upset and angry by this publishing industry, and I told the one surgery team, let's just do an internal study to find out how much it does actually cost. And that's where I'm getting the $3,000 per article um, or $35 to $40 to access individual articles. We did our internal study um, and we haven't ironically published it yet. Um, but that's, that's the issue. So uh, the solution uh, that one surgery has come across, uh, and it is the first solution um, in the world that's come across this model, which I think, um, honestly, everybody I've spoken to has not been able to find a flaw with it, is that we have a innovative platform, a, a journal that um, lowers costs dramatically by publishing every, I was 100% I was convinced that it doesn't cost $3,000 to publish an article on the internet. I mean, that's just absurd. So um, we have a journal that's completely transparent and it tells the, um, it tells the author and the readers dollar by dollar exactly how much it costs to publish an article. So how our system works is that an author will submit their article to us and uh, will not pay a fee to submit. Um, the journal will then peer review that work and will also pay the peer reviewer, which again is unique. So it won't pay it a lot. It's not, uh, it's not really a payment for your skill, but it's a thank you. It's a stipend to say thank you so much for your effort in contributing to the scientific movement. So we'll pay five, um, $10 uh, in Bitcoin Cash to any peer review that signed up for us. So if they peer review a piece of work, whether they reject it or accept that article, they'll get paid $10 uh, Bitcoin Cash to say thank you for contributing. And that in its own is a, is a significant you know, gesture. Um, when I peer review other articles, other, res uh, other journals, you know, I don't get paid anything. Um, and just having that concept of having something back in return is, is, is very valuable. And the journal also offers the peer review because you know, as scientists, we're not in it for the money. Um, but the journal then offers that peer review. Look, if you if you don't want to accept the ten dollars Bitcoin Cash, then you can donate that to another charity, um, to uh, a global surgery charity that will, will happy to receive that on your behalf. Amazing. So um, the peer review process occurs, and then the journal publishes that article. But the journal publishes that article with a paywall, and it publishes exactly how much it costs that journal to uh, a journal to publish. So every dollar, whether it's the the web, the web hosting fees, the uh, crossref um, library links, all of the you know uh, subscriptions mm -hmm. that we have to pay, we publish dollar by dollar how much it costs that article. And right now we've got it down to eighty five dollars. So rather than the three thousand dollars that authors currently pay, uh, they'd pay us. They, they they wouldn't pay us. We would put an eighty five dollar price tag on that article. As soon as that article is published. Anybody can access that article instantly by making a donation or, or pay, an access payment. Um, anything from 0. Uh, well, anything from 10 cent or uh, 0.1 to paying the whole thing. So any reader can pay a little bit, and they will immediately access that article. But every payment that we receive, we will knock the price 
tagged down by that payment amount. So if somebody pays $1, the price tag will become $84. Uh, and like in the crowdfunding uh, method, once it's down to zero, um, the article becomes open access to everybody. In that circumstance, uh, the journal recoups its running costs, so it's become sustainable. We're not relying on a third party. We're not relying on the government. We're not relying on the pharmaceutical industry to help or a charity to help support us. Like The readers pay us back. Um, anybody can access the works uh, as long as you've got 10 cent, and I think that's a f far less than the 35 or 40 dollars uh, that currently uh, anybody that currently people have to pay. And um, and because we're using cryptocurrency, and in particular Bitcoin Cash, in fact we're only using Bitcoin Cash, it means that it's completely permissionless, accessible to anybody. So you don't need a credit card, you don't need PayPal. All you need is an interconnection, whether you're in Palestine, you know, South Sudan, Nepal, Mount Everest. As long as you've got an internet connection and 10 cent in your wallet, uh, you'll be able to access that instant uh, research instantly. Or you can wait a day or an hour or however long it takes for that um, community to pay it off and it becomes open access and owned by the community. And this crowdfunding model uh, for the publishing industry has never been done before and only works, really only works with cryptocurrency because if you relied on a credit card or relied on PayPal to make the payments, then it's not accessible to, to the world. But science has to be accessible to the world. And so as long as you've got uh, Bitcoin Cash, uh, you will be able to access it. So with $1, you can access 10 articles. Um, and so the whole system just works. The peer reviewers get paid and get thank you. There's a charity aspect to it. Um, the community, if, if the journal's not performing, the community doesn't pay for the articles. The journal doesn't get its uh, money back. It's not sustainable. So there's a... Um, you're beholden to the standards of the community rather than the standards of you know someone else, um, and so that's that's the model. It's worked. The system's been created. It uh, it's fully functional just by using simple uh, Bitcoin Cash tools. Um, we do accept PayPal because you can't exclude the non-cryptocurrency users. Um, but yeah, it's it works. We can take ten cent payments and open an open an article. The uh, the challenge now is really the and we've got an editorial board that's phenomenal. We have um, a world-class editorial board. So I've been talking about this journal for a number of years, and now we've got professors from Harvard um, on board um, all all over the world. We've got some really eminent uh, professors in global surgery who who've signed up and said, "Yeah, this is a really you know, promising idea." Our big challenge now is actually uh, getting the message out to authors to say, "Hey, look, this is a new journal. You don't have to pay three thousand dollars. You don't have to, you know, beg for the journal to give you a." you know, a discount because you're from Africa. Um, this journal is completely, like, transparent. Um, but that's a marketing problem that we have to now reach out to authors to say, look, why don't you submit with us? And this is the, you know, the the, the publishing uh, platform that you'll get. Uh, so that will take some time, um, but that's really our next, our next uh, challenge to get um, more submissions. Yeah, I can imagine. And if there's anything that the communi community can do to help, please let us know. I, this interests me greatly. My mum, mother was a nurse her entire life in uh, um, intensive care. Um, and so it, it, it lays quite close to my heart. And I really respect your work. I think it's fantastic. Um, and I think, you know, just thinking of those costs there from 3000 to 80, uh, 80 bucks. So, you know, 37, 38 times less for the publication but then it's really the access to it you know from 10 cents um is just is just such a huge difference 
and uh, and the fact that once the article is paid for, um, that then whatever you want, uh, whatever whoever wants to set up a journal, a Bitcoin Cash journal can literally uh, we can set it up zero with zero additional costs, uh, and so um, the more journals we have, uh, the cheaper our running costs actually become because there's more um, more journals. Uh, the cost per article actually start dropping because the the overheads are the same. Uh, and so what I'd imagine, what I hope is that, you know, this year or 2023, there's one journal running. And if it's successful, then in at the end of the year, three or four or five journals start following suit. And then in 2025, you've got literally 50 journals all taking this Bitcoin Cash publishing model. Um, and so it's going to be a slow process, but uh, I hope that um, what, what the Bitcoin Cash community really can do is that once uh, we do start having a flow of uh, articles coming in, and they will do, um, you know, demonstrating that they get paid off quickly will be amazing. So, you know, if we start publishing articles this year and, you know, we start tweeting there's an $85 price tag on it and then all of a sudden it's dropped down to zero, people will start, you know, accepting that the community has paid for this open access science. And not many global surgeons or healthcare professionals have Bitcoin Cash in their wallets. And so having that early payment coming off will be great. And we do, with one surgery, we will be developing a system that people can earn in Bitcoin Cash um, and we'll be giving out Bitcoin Cash to the community so that there is a flow of income or economy within this industry. So if you, we hope that you know, if you go to one surgery, you start interacting with the platform, you'll pick up one or two uh, dollars of Bitcoin Cash and then you can use that to pay for articles that you know, come your way. Um, and so once we have that economy going where we're producing a product, which is the research, and we're um, producing a way to earn, uh, means that Bitcoin Cash will start, you know, flowing nicely between us. Um, so yeah, uh, any support would be great once we, once we are flowing. Yeah, absolutely. One question I have uh, for you, uh, Sakib, is out of, I don't know how many cryptocurrencies there are. I don't, I'm not sure if anyone actually knows that anymore. Um, I think tens of thousands. What attracted you to Bitcoin Cash specifically? You did mention uh, permissionless. This is uh, an important aspect. You're still accepting PayPal and people that are using fiat, which for me is, of course, it's a, it's a no-brainer. But why Bitcoin Cash over all of the any of the other thousands of cryptocurrencies? So we needed um, we needed a, a cryptocurrency that had specific properties. Um, the most important one, of course, was uh, obviously they're all borderless, mm -hmm. but low transaction fees. Um, you can't, we can't run uh, a product where our product is 10 cent, except 10 cent and uh, your transaction fee is, you know, above that. It has to be a micro transaction fee. So uh, number one, uh, the transaction fees had to be minimal. Uh, what I liked about Bitcoin Cash over all the others, the community and the, um, the, the decentralized kind of approach to, to everything kind of fits with our theology of what we're trying to do with science. But most importantly, Bitcoin Cash is probably one of the only few that are trying to be a currency that's used as cash. Um, a lot of the others aren't really, you know, their focus isn't, isn't on that. And what we, we don't want any other token. We just want, we want a, a currency that's being used that we can transact value and piggyback science on on the value of that token. So, um, you know, it didn't make any sense. There's no, I can't, you know, I'm not, I don't know every thousand cryptocurrencies, but if you look on the top 200 of any 
CoinGecko, CoinMarketCap. There's very few that are actually trying to, you know, resonate with being used as cash. So Bitcoin Cash has all the properties, permissionless, borderless, minimal transaction fees, easy to use, multiple wallets, um, and, and it's being used as cash, which is what we need. We need cash to transfer between scientists and readers. Yeah, fantastic. And, and I agree. There's a lot of people don't uh, believe me when I say this, but I did have a BTC transaction last year. Um, it was just one output, one transaction, but it had quite a few inputs. Um, but the transaction cost me just under 80 euros. Um, and uh, just with, uh, and it still took a couple of hours to go through. Um, so being low fee obviously makes sense. And I think permissionless, uh, I, I, I'm not sure how it is in the medical, medicinal, medical industry everywhere. Um, but I certainly see it on um, on Twitter and I see it in social media. There is a very much a thought police. It seems also with doctors. So basically doctors may have a slightly different opinion on on something that's currently trending, the latest being uh, COVID vaccines, is that if someone has evidence against something that's going against the trend, they um, uh, there's a bit of this council culture going on, which for me is the absolute opposite of science. Everything should be tested no matter how preposterous or how against the current thinking it should be. And so I imagine that uh, being permissionless can also have, have huge advantages in, in situations like that uh, to make sure that, uh, that such documents and uh, can still be paid and, and that all of a sudden the banking system doesn't pull the rug from under your feet and say we're not, we're not accepting credit card payments or bank payments anymore via PayPal. Um, Saki, uh, what I'd love to ask you as a final question for me um, I'm a big fan of uh, networking, and I'm sure you've heard about the Bitcoin Cash Convention in St. Kitts. Great place for, for uh, networking and for meeting people and helping push your product. Is uh, something, the Bitcoin Cash Conference, something that interests you? Do you think you might be attending? Um, I'm currently working and living in Cambodia. Uh, so getting to the Caribbean um, for that specific day is probably uh, out of my uh, scope. Uh, I do go to the States. My, my wife's from uh, America and we go to California uh, towards the end of November and December uh, once a year. But, um, you know, I would love to. I would love to be able to get there. But the likelihood of me getting there um, from Cambodia is, uh, I would say, impossible with my. I've got a little three year old boy and it'd be too much. But, um, you know, I mean, one thing is, uh, you know, it, with COVID and what it has produced, uh, the whole online. Uh, conferences do help bring people closer together so it'd be nice if there was some recordings or you know some way of uh, online participation for the people who can't make it yeah absolutely and there will there will definitely be uh, on uh, stuff available online so people can watch it uh, i believe live but i guess it's uh, it'd be great to invite Sunny onto the stage uh, in a minute to talk about that to give us a bit more information but before we do that um, does anyone have any questions for Sakib and his work with One Dot Surgery? Yeah, I have a question, which is, uh, as of like today, do you have any insight on the sort of transaction volume that you're doing so far? Like how many people per month are contributing to pay for an article and how many people are getting paid for, uh, for thanks for doing the peer review, like per day, per week, per month, whatever? So, so right now, like the, the journal only launched a few months ago, and we're not receiving submissions. Um, and so, no submissions, we're not getting, we're not publishing anything. So, um, once, but we do have a, 
we do have a statistics page. Uh, I'm a big fan of dashboards. I'm not sure if anybody ever saw my Flipstarter campaigns, but I love data and I love uh, pub publishing what's going on. So uh, right now, I would say that our volume is zero. Um, and part of that's a, uh, on my shoulders and the editorial board because we have to reach out to authors. And we obviously, we're in a niche right now. The, the model that we have is applicable to the entire scientific industry. But our particular journal, the one we're launching with, of course, is Global Surgery because the founder of One Surgery is the guy that came up with the model of the, the publishing you know, uh, model. So obviously the Global Surgery is the first uh, journal using this Bitcoin Cash model. So our attention is to try and attract authors from uh, low and income countries to start submitting to us. And right now we had a conference in India. Um, there was an innovations conference in India and One Surgery was there um, and we've... Um, we're promoting the journal and attracting authors to come and submit to us. And so we're in that progress um, of, of getting people to submit. So right now we're just in the advertising to, to get people to submit phase. Um, but once we do, uh, there is a dashboard on the journal page that will tell you like how much um, submissions we're getting, um, how many uh, people have been contributing to each article. All that kind of data will be kind of live on a dashboard uh, you know, how much we're giving to charity, all that, it will be completely transparent. So right now, zero, but um, it's just starting and I'm getting more and more energy to get back into this because obviously it's my, it's my third or fourth kind of uh, job <laughs> on the side. Um, so hopefully we'll keep pushing on it. Great stuff, thank you. Then thank you, Sakib. Um, please follow Sakib on Twitter at sakibnor.com and you can also follow uh, one dot surgery under the same name on Twitter. There's also the great website, easy to remember, one dot surgery, where you can read a little bit more. If you're inspired by Sakib's project, please get in contact. Um, and as I said, Sakib, anything we could do to help, um, yeah, publishing BCH journals is one for such example. But if there's any others, then then let us know. Um, I would love to help your cause, your project as much as possible. I know it's late, Sakib. If you want to stay and join in with the debates, you are more than welcome. Um, but I know with you, it's it's I guess uh, getting close to twelve o'clock now. So if, if you're if you're tired, um, please feel free um, to to leave a bit earlier and go to bed. <laughs> yeah, if that's okay. No, no, we we no, want no, Sakib to we stay. We want Sakib to stay. Hello. Sorry, I didn't. There was quite a bit of an echo there. Saki, I, um, I, I agree. I would love, I'd love, love you to stay, uh, but I definitely don't want any pressure there. I know it's late. I'm very grateful that you joined us today. I found it very informative. I hope everyone else did too. I certainly don't want to put any pressure to make you stay longer, no, a no, moment longer than uh, you want to. Uh, hello, guys, everybody. Sorry, sorry. I'm just pushing in. But Saki, uh, uh, plan your trip. Uh, it's two and a half months uh, away. And we all really went through COVID and we know that planning is the last thing nowadays we can do. Last minute planning. It's on November 12th. Uh, I'm sure this is still, uh, so we have a whole September, whole October. And if you can make it, it will be amazing. I'm sure things will get better. And I'm actually with my friend who owns a hospital, who has uh, uh, actually, uh, who's also a BCH merchant, uh, has not yet uh, got a client, but positive. We are pushing it. Uh, we are doing a monthly uh, employee of the month there. Give a little push to all the employees. Just make sure that if anybody comes to the cashier and ask for 
if you accept bitcoin cash the 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 game is on uh, we have to keep the fire burning that's the whole plan right fundish yes exactly sunny um yeah. sorry uh narain do you have a a question for sakib yeah yeah i have a question for sakib hope i'm audible yeah yeah you we can hear loud and clear go ahead okay so uh sakib i think uh i think you once mentioned before i was seen as an engineering guy on your team which is like your co-founder or something like that uh which i think you you might mention that she is no more so uh please i'll reach out to see how we can at least uh use your platform to get or to onboard more medical students you know this is this is just amazing because i've been seeing the, the project for a while and then today i i've just listened to what you guys do is just awesome so i think i'll reach out to you to just get full more details and then let's see how we can onboard as well more medical medical students in nigeria across our universities as well so it's it's just going to be amazing i think yeah th- thank you so much um yeah i mentioned in that in the last twitter space that um when i first started one surgery in 2018 it was just me on my own i was like you know i want to produce a grass move, grassroots movement for helping uh surgeons in in these difficult settings and the first person that reached out to me was uh, a man called Aliyu and um he was my right hand man and every time i wanted to quit and give up 2019 2020 so covid he'd always say we've got to keep doing this he was only 28 years old and um he had a he 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 passed away suddenly uh the beginning of this year he left um two kids similar age to my kids and a, and a wife in nigeria um so in his you know it's been difficult without him um we have a big team we have an international team to be honest and so we have a great team but um he was always a he was always the person that was pushing the project along uh and so there is some deep feeling inside of me that I really want to honor him and I really want to um set up some form of scholarship funding for someone in Nigeria or Western Africa where they can he he was he was so desperate to become a neurosurgeon um and so I would love to somehow facilitate the progression of medical education or surgical education in Western Africa and I haven't quite figured out a, a logical way of doing that with within the Bitcoin cash economy but um it would be uh if we're introducing Western African healthcare students to um to Bitcoin cash and the journal um and and the one surgery kind of BCH economy which I really hope to develop um then I think again uh putting his name to it would be um would be great great service great stuff that's really exciting yeah, yeah. i'm sure that something can be worked let's, out let's do that that would be awesome i'll reach out i think i have a few friends who are also in the medical line and think we have a few connection with several universities as well so we can be able to see how we can uh, share this information to a lot of medical students please let's do this i'll reach out to you so uh, just let's see how we can take this forward as well please Great stuff. Thank you. Um and thank you Sakrip. It's really lovely having on you ag- here again and I'm really excited to be following your work and I I appreciate that you, you you're not available for November, uh, November. It's also very very difficult for me. I have a 2-year-old and a 4-year-old uh, going on 5 and my wife's going back to work in September and she's a teacher so taking off holiday is um basically impossible. um so for me to go it's it's been quite a lot of work uh, i appreciate that and uh, for for other people it's just not possible if you are there 
uh, it would make me very, very excited. I'd love to meet you in person. But um, in any case, uh, thank you very much for coming on. And to talk about the conference, uh, we've already heard from him a little bit. We have, uh, I'd love to welcome Sonny Gahani onto the mic. Sonny, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here, guys. Uh, hey. I'd like to take over the space talking, but I'm actually out uh, for a little dinner function, but I will speak about it a little bit here. So everybody can plan it. I know it's a little very short notice, but uh, we promised the best conference ever. Uh, the reason a lot of people are wondering why, because we chose St. Kitts, is it's just not the conference. We also want you to give a you have to experience a 100% BCH adoption. So that's what the flyer says. The initial video says no cash, no credit card. Doesn't mean people won't take cash credit card. But you can actually really leave it home because Fendish in one of his posts once said, I really want to dream about not taking my wallet and just walking around my phone. So we're going to make it happen for you, Fendish, at Chinkids. From the time you take off till the time you land. That's the plan. And uh, we have many, many panels there. So uh, we have not left out anything. It's going to be actually uh, the most important topic is going to be making legal tender where we have a few speakers. We will announce them in the next uh, hangout. Uh, too early to announce them uh, or, or we're waiting. But, but of course, MP Bryson is one of the major speakers there. Uh, and then uh, hopefully it'll be legal tender very soon before the conference maybe. And then uh, we have uh, our payment processor and uh, Go Crypto, big supporter as well. They are also sponsors. We have uh, citizenship, uh, crypto with citizenship. So you can actually uh, have a booth there. You can buy your passport, second citizenship, paying with entire crypto BCH. We have a lot more. We have uh, BCH.games. And uh, it's just not about... Uh, crypto it's about bch it's about the utility it's about how one can use it in daily life and the whole subject goes on you know i mean i can speak forever for it of course the development team chris has just confirmed and he's as a speaker i just see it he just confirmed on the group that uh, he also bought his tickets we're waiting for josh to confirm his tickets as well uh, we are we are having uh, other teams as well uh, of course ryan is coming uh, africa team is coming uh, Bitcoin Jason is coming. I'm there. So the entire, I mean, a few of the merchant onboarding teams are present. Uh, a lot of merchants will come. And then uh, it's going to be, I know a lot of people are saying that it's, it's, it's a one month salary or it's a lot of expense. But it's going to be a lifetime of memories, which is how you say it, uh, Fendish. Uh, no value? Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, the idea of this Bitcoin Cash conference, okay, I've had a sneak peek at the speakers that are going to be showing up, and I have to say it's electrifying. And what Sunny just mentioned there about the chance of Bitcoin Cash being legal tender in time for the Bitcoin Cash conference, uh, I, I, some people in the community do not understand what big deal this is, okay? It's a small country. That's right. It has, what, 50,000 people or something. I, I'm not 100% sure, but it's not a huge amount of people. If Bitcoin Cash becomes legal tender, there are so many reasons why this is huge, including legitimizing Bitcoin Cash, including the fact that it creates a staple of a, a, a template that can be used in other countries. And it changes the legal status of Bitcoin Cash in most countries, including Germany, including many European Union countries, if not all. Um, so it's, uh, it's a really huge thing. But guests look absolutely electrifying. I can't wait until it's published and it's uh, announced with uh, the clear lineup.
And I think it's a wonderful chance uh, for, for Bitcoin Cash community to really meet up, to network. This is something that has definitely been missing over the last couple of years. Corona has not helped this. But as far as I can tell, there has never been such a big Bitcoin Cash uh, meetup. This is really a huge opportunity for everyone in the space to get together, to pair up developers and builders with entrepreneurs um, and with investors, because there's so many great products out there. Um, but it's just trying to you know, make sure there's a business model so that uh, it can grow. And, and I really think the uh, Bitcoin Cash um, convention, Instant Kits, is a great opportunity for this. That's why I'm going to try and help uh, with my networking to the advantage of Bitcoin Cash. And so if anyone has any doubts and is thinking, oh, it's a lot of money, but I could go, but just go. Uh, let's make this a, a huge thing. And for those that can't afford it, okay, that's, I understand. Or for those that can't organize it and you don't need to feel bad, um, we're going to live stream it as far as I understand, um, which is a fantastic thing. And so people can still join in and see this and be part of this. Um, but for those that, that can afford it or can make it work, do it. Join us. Let's make this huge. Yeah, and as well as well as people have to remember, we have no role in making this more affordable. The, the $300 that is coming towards the conference entrance is just not the conference entrance. We also have the lunch. We also have the entire day of networking. We also have a gala dinner in one of the seven-star uh, beach clubs. And next day, we have... Uh, barbecue brunch uh, in one of the seven-star park hyatts so it's it's just uh, basically what we are actually paying for the actual cost uh, and making this happen and uh, what we are going to do there is not just the experience it's going to be a five-star experience so i can promise you that uh, whoever attends this will not be disappointed and uh, whoever doesn't attend it uh, can actually definitely will have so much uh, content uh, that's the whole plan that everybody should be able to see it for example if if roger is speaking chris is speaking dijon is speaking and who misses it can act actually we'll have proper videos so from my from my onboarding or from my meetups everybody knows we have proper videos of all the meetups everybody can really uh, uh, be sure that uh, we'll we'll make sure that every, the whole world knows that we had the best conference ever with with, with they had a conference in miami with bitcoin recently bitcoin 22 and they had 40000 attendance of course our whole population doesn't count to 40000 so so it's not going to happen like that but yes uh, it's going to be amazing where you can meet and greet real meet and greet not see a video you don't come to a conference to watch on led screen then you rather stay home and watch it on tv right so you can actually physically meet them go on the night uh, dinner next day on the beach barbecue and really physically meet government heads, developers, uh, listen to the speech. Uh, and uh, we also have, uh, for example, a LED screen that will be interacting with people and people can actually mirror screen, uh, whatever screen mirror their phones to show their work or laptops uh, in the breaks. So we will do our best to make this uh, the, the, the biggest networking and useful event, not just an event for the namesake. We don't want Bitcoin Cash 2022 to be an event. And the next day, people forget it. We want the whole year for people to benefit from it, for people to network, exchange numbers, developers to benefit because developers play an important role. So does the onboarders. So does everybody else. So be assured. And St. Kitts was just not chosen because of the curriculum. It's also because, like I said before, 100% Bitcoin adoption experience, right? We want you to go to a coconut water vendor or a smoothie vendor and pay $1 with BCH. 
three dollars maybe or or go to a bar no wallets no credit cards needed again i repeating and then we got a good deal from the hotel they they working on their best to give us uh, john juliani is a big supporter he owns a hotel he's also into citizenship with crypto i'm also into it uh, we all will be speaking and then uh, we have a lot of more speakers to be announced i i think it's going to be sorry sorry just just to mention about the hotel sunny i think it's important really to underline this before anyone books the hotel please do not yeah, book wait for the me. hotel yeah, yeah. Yeah, book, yeah. book the flights but that's all because the yeah. hotel we're going to do a special uh, deal and it's going to cost quite a lot less than the uh, the prices you'll find on the internet so yeah, do yeah. not book that hotel yeah, i'm just ju- super fast yeah yeah but uh, what happened is uh, uh, I, i i have to still uh, the website is up uh, all the domains got sold uh, <laughs> i don't know who bought them but thanks to cheap lightning i really have to give them the credit for securing bitcoin cash 22 and helping me out to secure it uh, and borrowing it or 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 at least we had something otherwise when i announced the event uh, fendish you and me only knew about it right and then the whole all everything with bitcoin bch dash dot com 22 23 was sold and i'm super surprised but it's okay good for them it was it was me i bought them all to then sell them to you for a stupid <laughs> price <laughs> nah, but, uh, um, but, but 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 i want to mention sorry i want to i want to really uh, say this to underline what sunny said so the ticket price is 3 hundred dollars please look at everything this contains when i first saw this ticket price and i'm going to be quite open about this i said sunny this price is really low you know we need to be careful here you don't want you know you can have a black hole in the budgets but sunny said what well, sunny's words were yeah it's going to cost it's going to cost me but i want as many people to be able to turn up as possible and i think what you know just to really put it out there that sunny has re- is really trying to make this as affordable as possible we cannot do anything to do with the plane fares but with the conference itself there's a huge bang for the buck there so i'm really excited by this and again i just want to underline thank you cl for securing that web address because without that we would have something very odd for a web address now <laughs> uh, chris i and overwhelming responses also from the sponsors and the supporters so we had five booths and uh, I have we don't even have the website or the links ready yet but I have to say uh, first 24 hours all five booths were secured and for example Aaron texted me and said what can you do and I have to still look or find and we only have 5000 square feet of space to play with we might uh, go to I have to get the other conference room as well to move the sponsors there or have the booths there but it's it's overwhelming and daily and i understand totally that it's a short notice but people are securing their tickets people need time to have their money's arranged people need time to have their holidays people are working they need time off from work take your time but remember uh, book your flights till st martin if you don't get till st kitts because we have problems in connections but we have we'll, we can have a charter company we're going to make it as accessible for you as much possible uh, there's no more restrictions with covid uh, testing with with vaccines so once we have a group of 7 we can actually have a charter up and down bring you guys for $300 return only and we have direct flights to st martin from amsterdam from paris from london and many more destinations actually i'll i've told the agent it's little holidays going on and we just jump started on this on the weekend and and then uh, give me until tuesday to list a whole list of connecting flights with some prices uh, support uh, people that are accepting bch i repeat support them we have kk travels we have bnz luxury from india we have traveler.com uh, pay your tickets with bch otherwise 
what's the use of going to a BCH conference with paying your tickets with credit card, right, Fendish? Um, well, actually, uh, Sonny, I've got to be quite honest here. I'm holding all of my Bitcoin cash um, uh, to uh, to save while the price goes up. So, do you know what? I'm I'm literally oh, okay. going the under. My, I'm going under my mattress right now. I'm looking for all the pennies, all the cents, all the euros, anything that I can find to okay. get rid of them. But when I'm in, when I'm there in St. Kitts. Yeah, I'm spending my Bitcoin cash when I'm there. I'm going to support those merchants and I'm going to be spending only Bitcoin cash in, in yeah. the Caribbean and it's going to be wicked. Chris, man, you have your hand up for quite a while there. Uh, do you want to say something? Yeah, I was just going to share a perspective, a little bit of uh, our history. Some of the people listening will remember that uh, Townsville, Australia was the last big uh, in-person meetup and and a lot of good things came from that meetup uh, I think general protocols came out of that meetup I know a uh, swap protocol came out of that meetup I think uh, um, flip starter might have even come out of that meetup but I remember that uh, it was the merchant adoption and the, and the ability to that all these people from around the world were able to travel this location and not have to worry about uh, swapping into the local currency and just being able to attend the event, go to restaurants, uh, go do fun things, and, and just use the Bitcoin Cash was was incredibly inspiring for the entire community. So I'm looking forward to, to capturing that again. As a, as a person who lives in the, in the lower 48 of the United States, uh, I was really turned off by the, the cost and the time of the flight to Australia. Um, and then also during co- seeing their response to COVID was, was very, you know, put a bitter taste in my mouth. Um, so that was a bummer. And so that's why I'm really excited about St. Kitts. It's much closer if you're in the United States. The time to fly is reasonable. The price is reasonable. And, uh, you know, I, I'm excited to experience that same sort of massive adoption that everybody talked about in Townsville, but in a place that's much more accessible to me personally. And that's just the nature of, of these international events. They're going to be more advantageous to some people and, and less to others. Um, but that's just a perspective I haven't heard shared, so I wanted to share it. Yes, absolutely. Networking is so important, and a lot comes out from actually meeting uh, in real life. I made this joke in the Bitcoin Cash Telegram group today, uh, just that you know the the impact of actually meeting in person is a thousand times greater than just jabbering away on some internet group. It has a huge, huge impact actually seeing the other person's face. So uh, great things will come of that, I'm sure. Talking of general protocols, uh, starting at the last Bitcoin Cash conference, I would love to see anyone from general protocols be uh, part of the uh, Bitcoin Cash conference. I love your guys' work, and I think really um, you're a massive asset to the community. Um, Just putting it out there. Guys, uh, I actually had to leave but I would, I would stay for a couple of minutes more. Uh, if anybody has questions, I would love to uh, answer it. Otherwise, uh, everybody has my Insta, WhatsApp, uh, on, on Twitter. I have no, no second names, no third names. I, I'm very open with my WhatsApp number, my, my Telegram IDs, uh, my groups. Uh, I, I'm with my wife for a dinner. I actually escaped just to <laughs> make sure that I can actually uh, update people about this conference. But the next Hangout, we will have a lot more. I promise you, a 90% of this, not 90%, but 75% of the speakers will be announced. Because I must still say that 25% might be last minute. For example, if general protocols decide to come finish, we cannot let him come to St. Kitts and not speak in the conference, right? So, so, right. so we, we, we always will say that, yes, we always have space 
for the major role players in BCH. This is a not my conference. This is not Saint Kitts conference. This is a BCH community conference. Please don't mistake in everything. I am. I was helping with the merchant onboarding. I am only doing this so all of us can get together and uh, we will have the best experience. And BCH grows. I don't know to the moon, to the sun, wherever, to the sky. To but... Saturn. Yeah, yeah. So to Saturn, guys. With this, I, I take leave, please. Uh, otherwise, but next, next BCH uh, hangout. I promise, I'll speak for an hour. <laughs> Great stuff. Thank you so much for taking time away from your wife at a dinner party. What I'd say is, hey, oh, it's a dinner. please go back to your wife, Sonny, before you get divorced you. because it, you, it, it must be on the cards at some point if you carry on the way you're doing. So uh, thanks, man. Again, Chief Lightning, thank you very much for, <laughs> for Bitcoin Cash 2022 uh, website, man. That, that was real help or else I would be left out nowhere. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye, Sonny. So I've booked my ticket already. Have you? I uh, really would advise do it fast before the prices increase even further. The ticket prices are relatively expensive to fly to St. Kitts. It would have been cheaper if there was more time beforehand, but that's for sure. Um, but one thing is I'm pretty certain about is the longer you wait, the higher those prices will go up. So if you are sure or you're pretty sure you want to come, please book the tickets now. If you're a bit bit on the edge, then make, it, make sure it's uh, refundable. But please do not book the hotel We've got a really good deal with the hotel owner. He's a big fan of Bitcoin Cash. And we will be able to do a much better deal than available available online. Uh, some more information will be coming. It sounds like uh, it, by the time the next Bitcoin Cash Hangout is there, we'll have all the information. Um, and there will be also a lot on Monday when the website should be published. Great. So hey, thank you, for, for Sonny, for joining us. So if anyone wants to keep up with the latest updates of the Bitcoin Cash Conference in St. Kitts, follow Sonny. Uh, on Twitter at BCH Sunny. Before we come to our next guest, for the past two weeks, we have had two parallel competitions running together. A quarter BCH reward for the person with the most new adoptions who tagged their posts with Sunny and myself. After some serious calculations and incredibly complicated mathematics, we tallied up all such posts. And I gotta be honest, it didn't take long. We didn't get one single adoption post in the past two weeks sent to us <clears throat> thankfully our meme contest was hugely more successful and in the end there were simply so many memes i could not choose the winner so you helped me uh, picked from the favorite three and the results are in and it was exceptionally close to a tie each meme was roughly a third of the votes which i really liked that was my feeling too they were all fantastic however one meme was slightly preferred over the rest, and that was the Neo meme. So congratulations to Jess Quit. I think most people in the community know <laughs> knows who this is, for winning the competition. 0.1 BCH will be sent to you over Twitter via Chaintip. And with regards to the LED BCH iPhone case, just send me which address you'd like it sent to. You can DM me, and I'll make sure Sunny gets that in the post to you straight away. I want to give a big shout out to our two runners up, just Sabo and uh, with his San uh, Thanos uh, taste. Uh, this uh, meme was, I just loved it. I think it was the first meme that I saw that was just a generally positive BCH meme. And uh, so, yeah, really, really thanks for that. And also to Digi Amaz for his funny it free BCH meme, which was uh, first appeared on Reddit. And Jeremy was the one that drew attention to me to this. This actually made me laugh. So uh, thank you. And uh, we definitely got some meows out of cheap, cheap lightning. Oh. 
because these two memes were just so awesome, uh, there's going to be, I'm going to send a little, uh, little BCH your ways. So 0.7 and 0.03 BCH respectively. Um, I really, really loved that most of the memes were actually really in the direction of positive and forward thinking and funny and just, just going with it. I do find that sometimes in the past BCH memes, uh, especially have been maybe a little on the defensive side. So thank you for all of that positivity. It was a lot of fun. And a really big thank you to everyone that participated. The next contest will go live after this show. It'll be an easy 0.1 BCH to the Twitter account that gets the highest combinations of likes and retweets for the next Bitcoin Cash Hangout on 28th of August. And this is going to feature the amazing BCH developer and big contributor to the Cash Tokens chip, Jason Drazener. For me, this is like a rock stars on the show. So it's awesome that he's coming. Normally, doesn't do Sundays. I'm guessing that's his family day. But he's made the exception for us to share some information about cash tokens and also um, help me, Jason, J Exchange, JDEX, <laughs> uh, which is uh, going to be uh, decentralized exchanges that we're going to be able to set up with the cash tokens chip. So I'm really excited by that. More info on the rules of this competition um, will follow. Just keep an eye on my Twitter handle. And now it's time for our next guest. Ryan, are you there? Okay. I'd like to get Ryan Giffen on the stage, but maybe while waiting for Ryan, we'll go to um, letting the audience just join in. Is there anyone in the audience that has some cool stuff to share with us, anything BCH related or anything that you think we'd find interesting? Now is your chance to grab hold of the mic, join in. Hello, hello. Ah, hello, uh, Ryan. Lovely to I'm have sorry, you here. I was uh, had you on my headset. I was pulling out of my pocket to uh, grab it. <laughs> Good to see you. How are you? Yeah, I'm great, man. Yeah, um, all booked up, ready for the conference. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Really excited. Heard everything Sunny has going with that. I, I've actually had the opportunity to stay at the Royal St. Kitts. It's a super nice hotel. Uh, so super excited to go back, man. Re really excited. Ah, it's excellent. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm assuming you're going to be there. You're going to be joining me. Oh, absolutely. In, uh, in November. Yes, yes. I, 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 and that'll be a big part of what I'll talk about today. Um, but I'll be, I'll be really promoting the, this event at um, the Palm Beach County crypto event. I'll be yes. at this, uh, this Saturday and Sunday. And actually, another community member is flying down from Boston, who everyone probably knows here, Vlad Ivanov, will be helping me along with some other fellow... Uh, uh, local BCH fans will be helping me run a booth for two days, kind of just highlighting a lot of the, the work done by Bitcoin Cash. Um, I, I feel like a lot of people in uh, this event will not really know much about what's going on in Bitcoin Cash. I really want to highlight that. And I'll be speaking on a, a panel as well and creating content about the event and you know try to live stream some as well. I'm really excited uh, to hear about your what's going on at the Crypto Connect Expo. Will there be uh, any videos of this or will it be, is it uh, an offline entire um, expo? Um, the, the, maybe the convention itself will have video. I'm sure there's a lot of different businesses and people and from all different uh, parts of just the crypto verse, a lot of Ethereum, a lot of NFT uh, type stuff. So I'm not sure what other vendors will be doing, but certainly uh, me at my booth, along with Vlad and some other people will be uh, making lots of content and highlighting, you know, what's going on with Bitcoin Cash and, Certainly highlight the uh, 
the convention out in St. Kitts and all the hard work that's been done in St. Kitts and all of our local merchants here that accept Bitcoin Cash in South Florida and certainly make no, not, it's, it's crazy how many people don't realize like Townsville is a huge thing for Bitcoin Cash and like, there's actually cities that have this high levels of adoption. So we really want to talk about that and you know which cryptos actually have a lot of um, merchant adoption and real usage. And uh, not just some uh, white paper with future dreams, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be interesting to see how people react at the Crypto Connect. Because my experience, I have uh, very smart friends who are into crypto. And when I mention about uh, Bitcoin Cash, they turn their nose up at it. And they're not really sure why. Um, And then I start pointing them into the direction of what's happening in Bitcoin Cash. And, uh, you know, how it's being utilized and it's real world adoption, real world use. And then all of a sudden you can see they start getting a bit interested. And it's like, okay, there's something here. And you can see that there's, there's quite a lot of negativity. If anyone that's in the crypto world, even, you know, maybe they haven't heard of Bitcoin Cash. Or if they have heard about it, it's usually some, something negative that's not based on, from what, from what I think, not based on any sort of reality. So it's going to be, I would really, really excited to hear from you and uh, to hear what people have to say about that. Did you hear what Sonny had to say about the uh, Bitcoin Cash conference about legal tender, Ryan? That would be amazing. <laughs> Wouldn't uh, yes, it? <laughs> I, you know, it? It's something, you know, and going over there and speaking with the people over there, it's certainly uh, been a, a vocal point and um, that, you know, it, it'd be really cool for this to, the day to come, right? I think it's everyone's just kind of, we see all the work laid out there. We see the usage, but to actually get that acknowledgement um, sh- certainly should make uh, big headways. But I also want to mention, you know, you mentioned your uh, interactions with other people uh, in regards to Bitcoin Cash. And I shared something on Twitter earlier this week, but, uh, you know, a lot of people don't really have like this, what you see on uh, crypto Twitter, this, uh, you know, Bcash kind of, uh, you, you know, the whole remnants of the block size war you don't really see it in real life right people just think like crypto is the future i'm excited to see it how it works oh my god i did an on-chain transaction they get very excited about it but for the first time in years you know i was just stopped in a cafe and pulled up my laptop and was doing some work and someone saw my bitcoin cash accepted here on my laptop and i just hear someone yelling oh b cash oh b cash <laughs> uh, and then like you know trying to attack roger veer simultaneously like the first time it ever happened in real life and um I just, uh, you know, it was nice to him. Said, yeah, 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 I'm a Bitcoin cash fan. I'm guessing you aren't. And he said, no, no, not at all. And then he came over and, like, we started talking. And I just asked him what he did and, you know, just kind of networking. And he explained he owns some business. And he wanted to know if I knew anything about uh, any credit card merchants that could help him with uh, transactions that he's having a lot of people, you know, refund fee- refund transactions on a credit card. You know, how you can run your card and dispute the charge. And if I had any solutions for him. And I just nicely explained the solution is Bitcoin Cash. <laughs> you should, and while you like Bitcoin, they have something called RBF that does not solve this, but Bitcoin Cash solves your problem. So it was interesting how he went from like attacking me, and he was really, you know, curious, like, wow, that makes sense. Like that's that that you know maybe I, I should really look into that. So it was, it was the first time in real life I had an interaction with someone being negative because I like Bitcoin Cash, but it actually yep. turned out to be kind of a positive situation. Yeah, it's really fantastic. And how you handled it is also the correct way. What I, my experience is that the people, okay, forgetting the Twitter trolls who have got laser eyes and they're just there to, to uh, cause anger. Forget, forget about those guys. But actually, the people that I've met in the real world, uh, many of them have had negative, when they've heard of Bitcoin Cash, they've had negative uh, connotations towards it. And sometimes quite negative, but it's skin deep. 
it can be changed very quickly because it's not based on objective reality. It's not based on their own experience. It's based on what they've read on Coindesk or any of the other controlled crypto news outlets. And and this is something to remember. And I think the way you handled it, and, it's, and I noticed you used the term Bcash and you use it without any uh, any thought about it. And I think it's, it's a thicker skin and I think it works very, very well. Um, I just want to put that out, out there and I want to put it out to you, Ryan. I find that really fantastic because... Um, the last thing, if, if you had gone defensive in that moment, of course, that person would never have cared about Bitcoin Cash. But the fact you didn't go defensive and uh, were actually very constructive and positive is why all of a sudden maybe this person will end up using Bitcoin Cash at some point in the future. So I would say in that regard, you're an ambassador and many people in the community could probably learn something from you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I just learned that over the years of just dealing with... Uh situations right like you're not gonna by being defensive yeah you're not really gonna get far but if uh you can kind of be what's the word um where you're kind of okay with making fun of yourself a little bit self-deprecating if you will i think it's a very much self-deprecating and, hu and humility yeah yeah is that I don't, you know i think a lot of people like obviously if you're in bitcoin cash like you don't even view like an attack like that like on bitcoin cash like you're just attacking like peer-to-peer -peer cash right like you don't like what's wrong like a lot of, like, you know, not to get between, like, Bitcoin, but, like, they do so much damage just, like, peer-to-peer -peer cash in general, like, what that can be, you know? And you know, so I just try to not – and I'm not, you're not attacking me as a person. You don't know me, right? Like, you just met me in a cafe. So, obviously, like, we don't know each other, right? But maybe we could have a thoughtful conversation. As long as people are okay with having a thoughtful conversation, um, you know, you can usually make common ground and go, go from there. But if anyone is in South Florida or, you know, I've, I've had some different people uh, reach out and want to come to this event, uh, please feel free to message me. I can get you discounted tickets and all that and come by and visit the booth. And, um, you know, I'm not sure what to expect. And I've only been to one other event by this organization. It's probably the largest crypto organization in, in the Tri-County area, if you will. So. I'm just trying to stay, you know, well connected with it and make sure the community is aware of what Bitcoin Cash is doing just in the whole crypto verse. It's very crypto agnostic, if you will. Um, yeah, as I said, I'm really excited to all the feedback that you bring back from that and everything that you learn. And Ryan, if I'm, am I, if I'm allowed to ask, how is your the crypto adoption going in Florida? Is that something you're still doing right now or is it on a pause? Um, I, I made a video a couple weeks ago just saying that, uh, you know, I, I've, I'm making some investments into my business right now. Uh, I, I've hired assistants and whatnot. I don't know. You know, I know a lot of other people may be entrepreneurs, but um, yeah, right now my, my bandwidth with my personal business has reached a peak. And typically when I get to these points, I do quite a bit of hiring uh, to free up myself. And uh, I'm at one of those intervals right now. So uh, I am making a few hires this week to, uh, to help my business further expand without me uh, pulling my bandwidth. So I am currently, you know, um, taking care of my, my 50 merchants that I've onboarded and I'm uh, still doing events like this to get out there more and, um, and uh, spread the word of it. But as I hire here, I'll be more boots on the ground uh, getting out in front of newer merchants. But right now I'm just working with my current sphere and I've actually had to push back my charity Bitcoin Cash Golf Tournament until the spring. That's something I can also announce. I just have personal life where I have is off order and uh, but I, I'm restructuring to free myself up to do to do more yeah man I hear you uh, I, I actually saw that video if I remember right that was that I'm going all in uh, video to do with uh, yeah not not being not owning your job 
Um, and I think this is a great move and we have to take care of ourselves. I understand you do a lot of uh, hours for your business. I'm someone also, I, I have a lot of hours for my private life and Bitcoin Cash takes up a, a huge amount of time and there's very little left then for my family. We do have to find this, uh, this balance. I really wish you great luck with um, getting your business as automated as possible so that you have more time for yourself, for your family, and of course, for us, for the community, um, for time for, for helping Bitcoin Cash, of course. We're always very enthusiastic to hear about that. Um, and if I understand right, just to go back to St. Kitts, uh, uh, is, am I, do I understand correctly that most of the appliances, or now all of the appliances that are being sold in St. Kitts is coming from your business? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be marketing that more, certainly. Um, and I actually had a conversation with Sonny, but he's saying, get me flyers, get me this. So I'm, I'm working on some stuff to do that. Uh, certainly my, my business is where it's uh, shaped. You know, being in South Florida, I'm, I'm pretty close to the port, and it, it's a pretty natural connection. And Sunny is, could actually be a huge referral partner for me. Um, and, and just in pushing more product right now, like I, you know, I want to grow more volume, but I'm at that phase where I have to do, you know, a, a lot of hiring to get to the next level. And it's a part of again that that video I made, and you know, just curious in general of talking, you know, with maybe I can get some good advice from other people that build in Bitcoin Cash. Uh, being a decentralized network, we don't have things like um, uh, uh, centralized funding and all that um how how do you you know you need to create sources of income and then participate to the network what are what are other ways you know i just feel like the more i can automate my business the more i can do to make my income more passive uh any other tactics obviously i did the flip starter which which helped me with the resources to do it um you know and just in general what do you do to um take care of yourself and your income and your needs so you can then give to a decentralized network that's obviously um you know doesn't just pay you directly like uh, some kind of centralized chain or something like that, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Absolutely. So does anyone have any uh, questions for Ryan about the Crypto Connect Expo or anything else? I'd love to know and hear from Ryan. Well, I, I just want to... Lorraine trying to request here, so I'm trying to get him on. Uh, this is Chris. I just wanted to underscore what Ryan said and, and say, you know, congrats on that. I, I love I love that story you shared about the the B cash and 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 talking to the guy because that's I do the exact same thing. I've had the exact same experience where you know I I was the youngest of three brothers, and so I learned early on that a lot of times the best way to sort of um, handle uh, it when someone tries to trigger you is just not to respond, and because uh, that's usually what they're what they're trying to get anyways. And uh, I've even worked in DAOs and, uh, and, and had people be pretty aggressive. And I just always fall back to the, the very utilitarian business use cases. Like this, this solves specific things. Bitcoin Cash is better at very specific things than any other blockchain. And I always just fall back on those things because there, there's really no, no, no counter to that argument. Yep. Thank you, Chris. Nirain, yeah, I see your hands up now. Sorry, I, I wasn't seeing anyone's hand up for the yeah. entire time, so I'm not sure if that was Twitter. But Nirain, go ahead, man. Yeah, so just regarding to what Ryan said, I think I also had the same experience. Uh, I think normally, uh, whenever I go out to crypto events, crypto meetups, like I usually get invited, uh, my topic is always Bitcoin Cash. So, and you always find me with maybe a Bitcoin Cash hoodie, a Bitcoin Cash shirt, definitely. So that was this guy. I think he's one of the, let's say, top crypto OGs in Nigeria because he also got into Bitcoin early. So I think we met in that meetup and he was like, hey, Roger, boy, boy, Roger, Roger, Vaz boy. <laughs> I was like, 
at first I did not got him, but then I was like, oh, this guy is talking to me because he sees I was wearing a Bitcoin cash and I was like, okay, uh, how are you doing? So we got to greet. I was like, oh, you guys are still existing. I was like, okay, this guy has no idea how how the community has grown and, and what Bitcoin cash is doing. So after those a few conversations, I had to, he, he was convinced, like, because I, I gave him all so far what Bitcoin Cash has been doing, the amazing growth, the services, the platform. And he was like, yes, it's it's amazing. So how it, most of them think, okay, like Bitcoin Cash is just uh, Roger Vassworth or Bitcoin Cash is just, yeah, Roger is amazing. Roger is, 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 a, is, a, is a top player. But then they don't know how far the community has grown, you know, the amazing tools and services we have. And when you talk to, when you talk about Bitcoin Cash, I think there is no crypto out there that comes even close. When you talk about use cases, right? So that's it. Like anytime uh, I'm, in a, I'm in an argument with someone, I just tell them, okay, these are the use cases we do. This is what we have. This is the platform we have. Can you tell me uh, what your crypto, what your, your platform is doing, right? I have friends who work at Binance, uh, Paxful, most of them. So sometimes when we sit down and argue, I said, guys, your company is all about trading and buying and selling, right? which we, we provide use case, we provide the real-life utilities, right, to people. So we are not the same. We are money, and you guys are just trading or trading platforms or buying and selling platforms. So it's, it's just amazing sometimes where when you go out, you find out that I think what people lack is people lack awareness. People don't even know. Like recently, I think just two days ago, I did a meetup to over 100 people. It was virtual. It's a school. It's a crypto school. So they have no idea what Bitcoin Cash is. So I did like an RSVP where they fill the form like i just put like two questions you know bitcoin cash have you ever used bitcoin cash then they get to submit their wallet addresses which i tip them i think so you find out that i think almost 80 percent of them said they don't know what bitcoin cash is and they have never used bitcoin cash so which we i, I shared two two dollars among which uh, i told them okay you can use it you know a website like uh bch.games you can also use it to top up your mobile data a lot of things a lot of things they were very happy like for some of them this is their first time using cryptocurrency for something real uh, for something real life so you see it's just uh the experience with bitcoin cash is just amazing it's just awesome like whenever i think people are attacking they don't understand so but the moment you sit down with them and explain to them okay this is how this thing works i think they have a better understanding so that's it Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more on your own. And I think that this is uh, an important part of, of going forward. I do believe that Bitcoin Cash should be trying to expand as quickly as possible uh, as a community. Keep the development slow and steady. It's cash. It's got to work. But with the uh, adoption, I think we could, you know, if we're all stepping that up, that's fine. And by doing that, I think what needs to be done is educating and explaining to people, ex including those that are skeptical of Bitcoin Cash and showing them everything that it offers, because I agree with you. For me, uh, of course, it's impossible to know all the coins that are out there, but Bitcoin Cash from the ones that I have studied does everything. It takes all the box that I need. Um, and the ones, the boxes that are missing are uh, seem to be coming out next year as well. So that's going to be fantastic. Um, I see that time is absolutely cracking on. We don't have a huge amount of time left um, for the exciting part of the day. But for anyone that wants to join in, the audience is also welcome to participate in the debate of the day um we have two topics here one coin versus multi-coin um is our first topic there is a discussion popping up several times in telegram on twitter or in person between bch supporters um should the bch community pour all its efforts and resources into creating wallets hardware and apps that only support bch to leverage the best ux and ui 
built specifically for the Bitcoin Cash blockchain? Or should efforts focus on a variety of coins be more coin agnostic and commit resources to ensure compatibility with several blockchains? Cheap Lightning, I would love you to kick this one off, please. Um, I think he was having some technical difficulties where we have to re-enable him as speaker. But I can kick this off. You know, I uh, am very much aboard the one coin train here. BCH is the only crypto that matters to me. I mean, we've already established there's um, a lot of unique advantages that we have. And in terms of payments, uh, with the combination of proof of work, we just don't have really any real competitor other than, say, maybe Litecoin or Monero. And those each serve their own use cases. I, I really think it's worth for our own sake to focus specifically on BCH and everything that it can do for us. Oh no, did we lose Fiendish too? I'm still here. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll power on uh, without them. I mean, I mean, I think... I agree with you. I'm more on the side of we should just focus on BCH. And my reasoning for that is that basically to make an impact in a coin such as BCH or it could be any other coin, the people who are pushing the envelope and developing you know, the most uh, products and services for a thing are doing it because they are in a niche, right? Like that's basically the foundation of capitalism. The foundation of cryptocurrency is to specialize into your niche. You know, you in trying to do everything at once you end up basically doing a good job of of none of it and you have the specific uh case that you get multi-coin stuff for free like think of the exchanges or think of the uh various bridge projects stuff like that if if you make bitcoin cash great they will integrate bitcoin cash of their own accord you don't need to go and convince them what you need is people who are focused on bitcoin cash making that network so much better than all the rest that all the multi-coin people will just come along by default because any business that is involved in doing bridges or multi-coins or supporting everything or being more agnostic you just you just have to be so good that you're unignorable and the way to be good is to have a lot of people who are focused on your coin and your coin only and it you know if they're using it every day it obviously does what they they need it to do uh and then yeah so I think that's the argument for just focusing only on uh, Bitcoin Cash. It's funny, Jeremy, I had you down there as undecided, but those arguments were incredibly strong and couldn't agree with you more on those points. Chris, you have a, a, your hand up. Go for it. And just feel free oh. to jump in, by the way. <laughs> just Sure, yeah. Uh, I, I think those are strong arguments. And uh, I, I don't have a strong opinion on this, um, although I am definitely in the multi-coin camp. Uh, I, I really feel, I, I don't think there is a right answer to this question. I think that uh, everyone needs to approach the answer to this question from their own perspective, like what they bring to the network. So like in the case of Jeremy, he has a podcast that's a very specific like focus and, and frame. Um, and, uh, you know, Sonny, he's a merchant adopter. He's going to come at it with a specific frame. Um, you know, I'm, I'm an app developer, and so I'm just trying to be that go-between an entrepreneur and the technical side of things. I'm, you know, I, I help the entrepreneur get, get stuff done. And so I tend to look at uh, 
cryptocurrencies through the frame of the technology only. What can I do? What business problems does this crypto solve? And how is it better at that particular problem than other cryptocurrencies? And I think there are like specific things that Bitcoin Cash is better at than any other cryptocurrency. And so I use it specifically for those things when I build apps that need those things. And I use other cryptocurrencies that are better at other things. Um, and I think it's always going to be that way. Um, and we do know that uh, cryptocurrencies are their value is proportional to their network size of the network. And so there's a strong incentive to, to have a one coin stance and to grow the network, um, you know, that way. Uh, so a lot of different perspectives here. I'm not really arguing for one side or the other, just sharing my perspective. Yeah, that makes sense. And the thing is, that's what, that is the interesting question or the point. Where do you see yourself? If you're an app developer that's looking for working on any uh, blockchain, then of course it makes sense to be multi-coin. Um, and I think that that opinion there does not go against what uh, Jeremy said. But I think then, uh, Chris, what I understand is you're then in agreement with Jeremy that if uh, you wanted uh, in the community really specifically for Bitcoin Cash to be successful, um, that focusing the energy there is also not a bad decision. Ryan, what do you think on this? Yeah, I tend to just my gut tells me to be more coin agnostic and uh, the, the best coins uh, will shine through, you know, so we don't need to. And, and look, I'm not like married to this idea, but if you're you know, if you're building platforms and the coin is that good, it'll the cream will rise to the to the top. So I guess that's a at least a contrarian way to look at it and be curious to see what people think against that. Right. Um. Uh, yeah. It, what, what would be the argument, Jeremy? I'd be curious because you came out as a to just to build on Bitcoin Cash. What would be your argument against just letting the market play and allowing these different platforms to uh, just offer more options to people? Well, I think yeah. I guess if Fiendish had me down as undecided, I do think there are like there are very strong arguments for being multi-coin focused. Two really good ones are, for instance, like we've seen the case with Smart BCH, or even on many other chains, especially in the EVM ecosystem, the UTXO coins kind of operate a bit differently. But in the EVM ecosystem, once one coin uh, gets going, if they build a bridge, then they often acquire a lot of users because those users are more agnostic and they will flip around faster they aren't as ideologically aligned with their sort of favorite camp so smart bch picked up tons of users once there was the bnb uh bridge or once it was integrated onto other services so and I, like i guess the counter counterpoint to that is that you want your coin to be culturally coin agnostic but not uh like coin agnostic focus so you don't want to be uh, pushing away other people if they get interested you want to say yeah come check this out and come play but you also don't want you know the key players in your ecosystem try half spending their time on you know five other coins uh because then they, that's going to be a lot you know a hundred percent effort on bch is like way more than five times as effective it's probably a hundred times as effective as being 20 percent focused on on five coins but one reason also to be uh, multi-coin focused is that if your community has a lot of people who have BCH but they also have investments in some of the other coins it means if BCH is doing poorly on price then their other coins can sort of buffer them up so they're not just going broke and needing to you know leave the ecosystem entirely 
because of financial pressures, right? So like you want to have, you don't want everyone in your community to just be 100% in BCH, uh, you know, because then if, if the price is going down, then everybody is getting wrecked at the same time. Whereas if you have a spread, uh, you know, people obviously according to their own situation and how much uh, financial buffer they have, then the community is more resilient in the long grinding crypto bear markets. So that can be another area where, you know, you're benefiting from the, all the innovation or hype or whatever in other coins because you have people in your community working on your projects who are benefiting when other, other coins are succeeding financially. Yeah, and I, I think ju just to be clear there, Ryan, so you mentioned about with other services and exchange, the, the point of the topic isn't to say that there's going to be one coin to rule all. And I think this is the important distinction is to say that people in the Bitcoin cash community focus on one coin rather than multi-coins because the free market will allow an, a, a multi-coin system and any apps that want to, or developers such as Chris that want to tap into Bitcoin Cash or any other coin can do that. And that's absolutely fine. It's uh, within Bitcoin Cash itself. And also, Jeremy, just to counter your point, I mean, I, I do understand the logic of what you're saying with regards to if everyone, if you have 100% of your finance in Bitcoin Cash and the price goes down, that it could end up making it unaffordable to stay on uh, developing on the coin. Um, and I, I get that logic, but I just float this question before then going to CL and, and hopefully it's working now for him is if someone like Steve Jobs had 50% of his shares invested into Microsoft, would have Apple been so successful? So CL, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I actually have uh, a thought on that if CL can't. Is still having a technical issue. It's actually interesting if you look back. Uh, Bill Gates, back in when uh, Steve Jobs was coming back to Apple, was the one he bailed out Apple. They were, they were going bankrupt, and it was his competitor Microsoft that came in and uh, I think bought like ten percent of the stock at the time. I, I, that's just it popped in my head as like maybe a uh, uh, devil's advocate to what you said. Sure. Thank you, Ryan. It's really good. CL, I think, yeah, it seems to be having technical issues. Love to hear from him. Um, but it seems like it's not going to work tonight. So um, I have a, just maybe a question, just a reiteration of the question. Yeah. Um, like, like, cause I'm thinking about so many different platforms that allow, you know, multi-coin multi usage, like purse.io, uh, Bitcoin and Bitcoin cash and now lightning, or, um, or I think of Aaron's Bitcoin module payment system. Like that's Bitcoin cash only. Right. Um, and just thinking about different scenarios that like Jeremy's talking about, the BNB chain and how that really benefited. I wonder what applications we're speaking about specifically. And it could be a, where certain things, you know, are certain situations are better to offer multi-coins to be more inclusive and certain areas may be better to just uh, work on Bitcoin Cash. I, I think it could really depend. Yes. So for me, it's, you know, for example, it's all different aspects. So for you, Ryan, as uh, let's say an influencer, if you're if you're doing a YouTube video and you're influencing and you're promoting two or three coins, does that have a, a better effect? Is that a good thing? Is that helping crypto more than focusing on one coin? For example, looking at your particular uh, position, um, Chris argued from his point of view, and I think that's really valid. You know, as an app designer, and I think that this is what it's all about, and and it's it's just about delving into that that topic of if the efforts, for example, for a developer, if a developer is focusing their efforts on chain integration, let's take Aaron, for example, and the, uh, the Bitcoin Cash module. Um, 
if you're trying to focus to accept on two chains or more, this is a huge amount of development resources that are used and spread over multiple projects. And if you were to just to focus on one thing, it would mean there's more resources for that one project, which would mean that the overall user experience or UI should be better. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Uh, and, and, you know, just, but it, of course it depends on the perspective. All right, I, I, would, I would like to add something to that. Um, so with um, bitrally.cash uh, website I built, um, because Bitcoin Cash works a lot, like from a technical point of view, it just works. So I built the entire thing with Bitcoin Cash. But if there's an easy way to allow other coins to be integrated, then I'm all for it. Like if, if that makes it easier for the user to switch and, and use Bitcoin Cash because the system uses it, fine. Because like you have these um, side shift um, widgets and they're super easy to implement in other websites or apps. So I would say, yeah, like in some cases it's not much effort and it can bring a whole lot of extra value. Yep, so it sounds absolutely logical. Uh, and I'm totally with that. And and everyone has to make this decision for themselves. Um, my my personal opinion, just from my perspective, is I think there are enough communities out there uh, focusing on their coin or token. There are only so many resources available for us in the VCH community, which I consider myself uh, part of. So I'm I'm someone I I really I believe the future of crypto is multi coin. I'm absolutely sure of that. I don't think there's going to be huge amounts of them. I think in the end there will be. Uh, the, the mainstream ones will maybe be under 10, uh, but I think that'll be a very long way away, maybe in 20 years or something. Um, but what my personal belief is I focus very much on Bitcoin Cash because I think if P2P Cash is going to uh, succeed, that I need to de devote all of my efforts onto the project that I think is most likely to succeed. It's just my personal opinion. I think if I was to spread it on to other um, cryptocurrencies such as Monero or um, eCash, <laughs> maybe that the chance of then success would drop. But that's just my my choice, uh, my opinion. But I'd love to move on. I see we're actually already over time. Um, uh, but the, the sorry, did I hear CL? You did. I think I finally got it working. Oh, okay, CL, please come and join in. <laughs> What's your opinion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, there's only 24 hours in a day, and you really have to focus your time on what you think is the most important and the most valuable for you. Uh, obviously, there are, are, are niche use cases for a whole lot of different things. Um, I, you know, I don't think that everyone should be forced to use BCH for, for everything, especially things that BCH is not as good uh, at. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, if if your goal is um, similar to mine, which is creating uh, a new economy for the world um, and creating cash for the world, um, I think your time and effort is best spent focusing on one thing instead of um, trying to to um, maintain um, resources based on multiple chains as well as you know, knowledge of multiple chains. Uh, just taking it from from a person who you know has onboarded merchants and is an online merchant. Um, nothing is free, so um, everything that that you do has a cost, whether it's time or confusion or or uh, you know um, even monetary. Um, 
So if you go to a new merchant and you say, hey, um, are you interested in accepting crypto in your store? Uh, maybe they will say, yeah, actually, I've heard a lot about this this uh, crypto thing. Uh, can I get board apes in my in my in my coffee shop? Well, no. Well, yes, but no, not exactly because it's not a well. Okay, see, first, board apes are actually uh, they're NFT and they run on a different. Okay, well, first you're going to need a wallet, right? So let's go. But immediately you're going to get stuck in in this huge process of of having to explain the difference between all these different things. Um, uh, even even setting up multiple wallets, right? Uh, unless you're using a, a wallet that that is truly multi-coin. Uh, for for a lot of multi-coin wallets, even then you have to back up individual seeds for all of these different things. You know, there's a huge cost of of time, support, and effort um, that goes into all of these things. Um, so, yeah, if if uh, you know, a person is is uh, quite capable and and technically minded. Then, by all means, uh, take the time and effort to to uh, walk them through it. But if if they're not, then you have to really hunker down and focus on on the bare essentials. And watching Sonny's uh, onboarding videos that he's been releasing uh, recently, I think he's really hit the nail on the head. Like this is what you need to do. Uh, to get rocking, and he doesn't really dive into all the minutia and all the details and the block size war, and you know none of this stuff matters at the end of the day uh, for the person who just wants to use peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash. So true, and Sonny gets that, and this is why I think the sales, the salespeople, the sales mentality, the fact they know less about Bitcoin's history and less about the technicals, it makes them do their job better, not worse. <laughs> Um, hey, great, great opinion, CL. Right. I, uh, I think there uh, we're quite aligned. But I'm also I, 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 I've heard the arguments from from Chris and um, from Killian, and I, I see that also. I'm I'm absolutely on board with that too. And it really matters on what you want to achieve. And I think there, um, hopefully, all the opinions, uh, everyone agrees with them, sees them as valid. It really just is a matter of perspective. I see that time is running away from us. I think we'll need to push the Bcash embrace or erase debate until next week um, so that we don't run hugely over time because I think that's a really fascinating topic and uh, I don't, don't want to be cutting it short. So the time that's is then... That, that's hmm? something a Bcasher would say. Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I, Bcash, uh, Bitcoin Cash, I I, pff, I don't really give a shit, to be honest. Uh, I, I love the fact that it works. I like the branding and what that B stands for. As long as Bitcoin's in it for me, I, I for me, I, I really do talk about what I transact in Bitcoin. Um, but uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's save that one for next time and wrap up the Bitcoin Cash hangout for today. So thank you for everyone that's joined and for everyone that's participated for those that weren't invited uh, on to as a guest, but um, have just decided to be brave and join in. I will be going through the, the list to make sure that each one of you gets a small amount of BCH as a small thank you uh, for joining us. And if you want to show your appreciation for the effort in creating the show, just find the donation link pinned on Twitter at fiendish crypto. And yeah, it's, as mentioned in in the uh, the the Twitter, all proceeds will go towards British imported ill grade tea. 
for any of you that don't uh, aren't aware, I am living in Germany right now. Um, and for anyone that's listening that is from Germany, I apologize, but your tea tastes like watered down gnat's piss. So for anyone that wants to help me, you can change this so I can get my PG tips of my Twinings Earl Grey sent to me here in Germany from Amazon or whatever other store can accept <laughs> Bitcoin Cash by purse.io. <laughs> Please don't forget to follow all of our guests if you want to stay up to date with the latest Bitcoin Cash news. I am Fiendish Crypto. This was the Bitcoin Cash Hangout. I wish you all a very good morning, good day, and good night. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Yeah.